Thank you, Tara. We are so grateful to you and your team, all of those that are serving uh, behind the scenes in the food pantry to feed hundreds and hundreds of families. So we are so grateful for the work that you are doing uh, on behalf of the kingdom of God. So it is good to be with you this morning. My uh, sermon title is Unraveled by Uncertainty. And uh, last week I was at the gas station. I'm finding now that the quarantine has lifted, right, that I'm actually needing to put gas in my car. So last week I was uh, at the gas station, filled up my car, and I went inside to pay. And I always grab my purse because, you know, you just hear these horror stories of somebody snatching your purse out of your car. So put my uh, purse on and went inside, paid for the gas, and I was uh, making my way back out to the car and I hear a siren and uh, this was on Route 42. I live in Mason. I happen to be at Thornton's as some of you may know where that is and so I hear this siren and these you know beep 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 and so I look and I'm down you know looking kind of down 42 both ways and I thought gosh I wonder where the excitement is I hear this siren but I don't see anything and so I proceed to get in my car shut my car door only to realize that the siren sound is coming from my phone in my purse and I immediately thought, oh no, this is not good. Somehow my purse has dialed 911. And sure enough, which I don't understand how this happened, just a side note, I've got uh, a new iPhone 11 and it's got the, the, uh, the security lock on it, the, the key code where you have to either have face recognition or I have to put in a code. So I don't know how 911 got called. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. So I quickly realized that yes, in fact, my phone is going off and they had hung up. And I have never had this happen before. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder if the police are gonna come up behind my car or how this is gonna play out. So I went ahead and pulled out of the gas station, was making my way uh, back to my home. And I thought, I'm just gonna wait and see what happens. Well, sure enough, dispatch called me back, asking me questions. and I am apologizing profusely. Profusely? I can't profusely. There you go. I can't talk this morning. And uh, so anyway, just, you know, apologizing nonstop. I can't even blame a child. This is not even my grandson who likes to play with my phone. Uh, but it was in my purse. So anyway, I explained to him it was an accident. I don't know how it happened. But I tell you, props to those 911 operators because he was asking me specific questions because, you know, who knows? I could have been abducted and lied that I was okay. So I was giving him my whereabouts, where I lived, and I uh, must have sounded convincing. But but uh, it was an embarrassing situation. I just felt so bad. So this morning, our, our scripture today is a 911 emergency. And the disciples are on the water. And they're uh, on the water, and uh, a crisis occurs. And we're in a, a familiar passage uh, today in the book of Matthew. So it happens uh, on, the, on the Sea of Galilee. And I have the privilege and the honor uh, to have been on the Sea of Galilee twice. And the goal is to go back next year at some point. Um, We'll see what happens with a, uh, with a uh, vaccination. So, but I can't tell you how many times that I've read the passage that I'm going to share with you today, and you're probably the same way, and I've preached on it several different times. And as I prepared this message today, God revealed something different to me that I hadn't seen before. So I want to encourage you that if you're someone that says, oh, I've read the Bible many times, or oh, I'm familiar with this story or that story, Keep reading it. God is going to reveal something fresh and something new to you uh, for the season that you are in. So I'm excited uh, to, uh, to be able to share that with you before, uh, again. So uh, Jesus uh, meets um, uh, us in the joy and in the challenges of life, doesn't he? He's there in the good times and the bad times, in the rough waters and in the smooth waters. And we saw that in the drama. And uh, again, Unraveled by Uncertainty is a title of my message today. So I want to invite you, uh, if you were able to grab your Bible uh, at home, uh, to go ahead and read along with me, 
or listen as if God was right here in this moment uh, sharing this passage with us. So friends, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you notice that you hadn't noticed before? So again, I want to invite you to, uh, to read along with me. I am in Matthew 14, starting in verse 1, and I will go to verse 34. So hear these words. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. So uh, again, Matthew 14, starting at verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up, went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from the, from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come. Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when he climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Again, may God add his blessing to the, the reading and the hearing of this word. So the disciples, they were headed out on the boat. And Jesus said, go ahead, I'll catch up with you later. And they thought it would be a normal boat ride. And what it turned into was a great time of uncertainty as this storm had popped up and the waves were tossing the boat. Many of us have found ourselves in a storm that doesn't seem to end. There are times when the waves calm down and then the wind picks up and we feel like our boat is being tossed in the wind and the waves again and again. So friend, friends, what's it like in your boat? What's it like in your boat? Like the disciples, we find ourselves in a great time of uncertainty. I, I love this quote, and, and some of you have heard me share it before. We're not all in the same boat, but we are in the same storm. We're not all in the same boat, but we are in the same storm. Each of us are experiencing something different in our boats. Maybe it's loss, maybe it's grief, depression, anxiety, fear, loneliness, illness, highs, lows. Jesus is our storm partner. Jesus is our storm partner. In the spring, uh, the news began uh, to talk about something called PPE. And it was a new term, and it was obviously not something uh, that I was familiar with, not being in the medical field, obviously. And uh, PPP is something that uh, protects us in times of uncertainty. And again, I, I had kept thinking, what is this PPE they're talking about? And it's personal protection equipment. And, and when this all started in March, I'm like, PPE? Like, I don't have any PPE. And, and this is what I think of when I think of PPE. We've got a slide up here that you just might enjoy this morning. <laughs> I hope you're laughing. I still laugh when I'm looking at this picture. 
Isn't that great? This is what I think of when I think of PPE. Uh, just a, a fun little backstory for you. I have just a, a dear, dear friend of mine that I, I got that yellow hazmat suit for her as a joke a couple of years ago for her birthday. And I texted her and I said, hey, do you still have that yellow hazmat suit? And she did. And I said, I want to borrow it. So I hope you got a kick out of that. And uh, no, that is not how I walk around. And I actually took that picture on my front porch. I cannot tell you how many people there out were walking took a double take. So again, I hope you're laughing. I'm still laughing at myself about watching it. So uh, but seriously, we have to take steps to protect ourselves and others, right? I have a whole new appreciation for hand sanitizer. And then masks. Do I have one in my purse? Do I have one at my desk? Do I have one in my car? And uh, we, we've just become accustomed uh, to this PPE. And no, it's not to the great lengths of what I had on trying to be funny, but we do have to protect ourselves. So as I reflect on this crazy season of uncertainty, which uh, I feel is going to escalate in the fall, uh, we keep hearing warnings of a second wave of COVID. And I believe that we're going to see uh, some pretty strong political tension uh, as we head towards the election. And uh, I think it's going to be an, an election unlike anything that we have ever seen and anything that we will experience as we head towards November. And so we need to be prepared with PPE, but it's the spiritual type. It is the spiritual type of PPE that Christ followers have. And the, some of us, you don't even know you've got this PPE, his power his presence, his empowerment. You're going to hear me say this all morning, and I just want to encourage you to, to write this down. Our PPE, our spiritual PPE, PPE, that's easy to say, isn't it? Is his power, his presence, and his empowerment. We are not alone. God is with us, and he works in, through, and around us, and he empowers us to share the good news of hope. Jesus is our storm partner. He is in our boats. The disciples, uh, they were on the water, right? And they're terrified for many reasons. And, and one is they're in this storm. And two, that they're seeing this image of a person walking on the water. Verse 27 says, But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. You see, we're not all in the same boat, but we're in the same storm. Amen? Amen. See, I can, oh, I heard you at home. Amen. I heard it. Each of us are experiencing something different in our boats. For some of us, we feel like we can't take another day. And some might feel as if they're unraveling with all the uncertainty happening. Friends, Jesus meets you in the moment. He meets you in the moment, in your boat, so to speak. He says to you, take courage. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Jesus is our storm partner. His power his presence, his empowerment. We are in a season of trust. Peter trusted Jesus. He says, if it's you, Lord, if it's you, Lord, tell me to come. And Jesus said, come. I would imagine Jesus and Peter were locking eyes as they're having this moment, as they're having this conversation. And, and Peter went and he got out of that boat and he headed straight for Jesus. But something changed. It was his vision. He began to look around, and the feelings of doubt and fear and uncertainty, it overcame Peter. And he began to sink, and he noticed the waves and the wind all around him. Friends, he took his eyes off Jesus. He took his eyes off Jesus. And he began to sink. And Peter cried out, Lord, save me, save me. And Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You see, Jesus sees you. He sees you. And when you call upon his name, when you call upon the name of Jesus, or even cry out to him, he extends his hand to you, 
and he catches you. There are things that we can't understand in the spiritual realm and things that we can't explain that we experience. And I believe that those are Holy Spirit moments when God is present in the ways of suffering and pain and even death. As believers, we take comfort in knowing that God is with us no matter what we face, no matter what we face. His power, his presence, his empowerment. Verse 31 tells us immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? This passage uh, has always kind of bothered me. Uh, If I could just be honest with you, we have times when we doubt or when we question God. And many of us have asked God, why? Why, God? And some of you may be asking that today. And when we all get to heaven, we have a list of whys, right? We're going to be glad to see Jesus, uh, but it's going to go, why did these things happen? Why did these things happen? It almost uh, makes me feel bad, this passage, because uh, Jesus is saying, why did you doubt? Why didn't you trust me? Well, God, there are some things in life that I just don't understand, like pain and suffering and cancer and disease and unexpected, tragic loss of life. You of little faith. But God, I have faith. I have faith, and sometimes, though, I have questions. These words, you of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And I have come to understand this a little bit more clearly, and I want to share with you uh, this new understanding that I have. This is not a rebuke from Jesus, as some of us could interpret, as I have interpreted it. This is not a rebuke uh, from Jesus, as we could easily interpret it to be. Jesus isn't saying uh, that it's the quality of your faith or the quantity of your faith. That's not what he's saying in this but the duration of your faith. Hello, the duration of our faith. Peter's faith had stopped. It had stopped. Ever felt like your faith has stopped? Ever felt like your faith has stopped? This message is of God's grace towards us, and we thank God for his grace. You see, we're called to run the race. God gives us grace for the race. See, I told you, I hope you all got a pen and a piece of paper. He's speaking to us this morning, and he's speaking to you through me, through his word. God gives us grace for the race, not to give up and to keep the faith. Duration, that's what Jesus was talking about. We are in it from here to eternity, and we're in a season of perseverance. And yeah, some days are hard. Some days are hard. I love this passage from Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we have or are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race that has been marked out for us. We are in a season of trust. We are in a season of trust. And it's a critical time that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. Friends, I want to tell you that there is both good and evil in the world. And we have a front row seat right now. There is a shift in the atmosphere. Some of us are weary, but I want to encourage you strongly this morning to keep the faith. Keep the faith. And we have good news. And that good news is Jesus Christ. He sent, God sent his son to die for us that we would have eternal life, but also life abundant here on earth. I love this uh, passage from John 10.10, and this is the Passion Translation. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. What a promise. 
What a promise. You see, yes, Jesus died so that we would have eternal life with, with him in heaven, but let's not miss out on how he is with us here on earth. I love this quote. It says, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Amen? Some of us may be like, oh my gosh, I don't have this, I don't have that. And like Tara said, we can't miss out on what's happening. There have been tremendous blessings uh, in this season, an opportunity maybe to draw closer to family, um, to, um, to grow closer to the Lord, maybe to have a different uh, schedule, maybe a different pace. Some of you may have a, a frantic pace, depending upon what you do for a living or depending on what's going on in your life. But gratitude turns what we have into enough. So today, as you sit in your boat, do you feel unraveled by uncertainty? Is your boat battered by the waves and the seas with things that are happening uh, to us and around us? What are you experiencing? What is happening around you? What kind of emotions are you feeling? Remember that you are protected with the best PPE there is. The best a person could have, his power, his presence, his empowerment. I love this passage from Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Amen? Amen. I heard you. I heard you. So 911, what's your emergency? Call upon the name of Jesus, and he will extend his hand to you just as he did Peter. So we've got an opportunity uh, to interact with you, to be able to pray with you, to be able to hear uh, what is going on in your life. There is a, a number up on the screen, and we want to invite you to text prayer uh, to this number, uh, 657-1890. It is very important that you type in the word prayer. Uh, that's going to let us know. So if you're someone that says, gosh, you know, I would just love for someone to pray with me right now, I want to encourage you uh, to call, not to call, text that number. Uh, it's also going to be in the comment section on the Facebook feed, but we would love to pray with you. We would love to pray with you. So we want to encourage you uh, to go ahead and to text that number and uh, reach out, out to us and we will be back in touch with you. We've got a team uh, that is waiting uh, to pray with you. And uh, so I just want to encourage you to do that uh, this morning as we all have different things going on in our boats. So won't you join me in a time of prayer? Father God, we come before you and we glorify you this day for who you are. God, I pray that we would feel your calm and your presence when the wind picks up and the waves start to swell to remember those times when we can't run or go any further, that you are right here beside us and not to lose faith, and that you give us grace for the race. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom and discernment to know what is of you and what isn't, and grant us the assurance that we who are anxious and fearful, when we call out to you in our times of despair, that you respond with, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. So Father, we thank you for this time this morning. We thank you for technology, that we have the ability to gather together worship, to worship you this morning. And God, I just uh, pray that you would just continue to bless us with your presence as we prepare our hearts and our minds to meet you at the table. We pray these things in the name of Jesus, amen.